Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. What do you do when your partner gets mad at you for ordering food? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my sister-in-law announced her engagement shortly after ours and wore an exact replica of my ring, and I need help navigating my feelings. I'd appreciate any advice on how to approach the situation or behave from here on out. My fiancé Steve asked for my hand in marriage, and our wedding will be this summer. Naturally, we're both very excited and have been for the past months. We've been together for eight years and have gone through college together, traveled the world and have cultivated a large but close friend group we're very happy with. He has a sister who has always felt kind of like a one-upper to him. In the past, I've tried to be the voice of reason. She was kind of lonely, didn't have many friends, and one past painful relationship. So we've tried to include her, patch up the relationship and so on, but it never really became a close relationship. The reasons why have always been there looking back. She either acts jealous towards me or he announces anything special. She has to one-up him, be the center of attention, etc. He says it's always been this way, even back when they were children. There is this weird unspoken competition between her and everybody else in the family where she is always trying to belittle another person or steal the show. Needless to say, it has become quite annoying, but so far, neither of us have lost their temper with her. A few days ago at a family get-together, they were drinking wine and cheering and his sister and her new partner of one and a half years announced their engagement out of nowhere seemingly, just shy of a month after moving to the city together. We're happy, smiling, trying to push away the weird gut feeling that comes creeping up, but then we both catch a glimpse of her ring finger and suspect they copied our ring. After a while it sank in. It is an exact copy of the engagement ring her brother had carefully picked out for me. We tried to take the high road, congratulated, but soon thereafter left for our house. In the past few days, both of us have been very upset, disappointed, angry, and we are also weirded out by it and incredibly put off. I'm trying to contain myself, and I'm telling myself that it's only a materialistic thing, and if she's found happiness, we should be sharing that but on the inside, I am fuming and so is my fiancé. Update, I really want to thank everyone for their input. It helped me put things into perspective. No matter if accidentally or on purpose, this does not take away the significance of the ring my fiancé gave me and put so much thought into. The memories it holds, all of our past adventures are still unique to us, and it might have been a wake-up call for me in terms of seeing clearly what my fiancé has always told me. From now on, I will not include her anymore. I will limit our contact and keep her on an information diet. Thank you. Yeah, I think in this situation it's pretty clear that they're kind of feeding off of and maybe looking for their direction in life by kind of copycatting and mirroring what OP and their partner is doing. Which, honestly, I think there are people out there that do that. They just don't really have a sense of where to go themselves and they kind of make their decisions based off of what other people who they deem successful are doing. I definitely think if it's bothersome, keeping them on an information diet is a good way to just kind of control things. And yeah, like OP said, even if they're copycatting things and getting a very similar ring, it doesn't take away the meaning and value of the ring your fiancé picked for you. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is Worried My, 28-year-old female, Father, 60-year-old male, will include my teenage diary and father of the bride speech. 
Hey all, I'd say I usually have a pretty good relationship with my father, but something is bothering me and I'm not sure if I'm overreacting or overthinking it or not. Would appreciate your thoughts on what to do next. A few months ago, my father found a couple of pages of an old diary I'd written when I was around 13, when he was clearing out the attic. He mentioned some snippets on the phone, and it was typical cringy teenage girl stuff. A first boyfriend was mentioned, etc. He was laughing, but I was really embarrassed. Usually I can take a joke, but I couldn't really laugh at this, because I was mortified. He left them on the kitchen counter, so my sister had seen them too. I asked him to bring the pages round to my house. When he did, I took them off him and threw them straight in the bin. I didn't even want to look at what I'd written, and I thought that was the end of it. But then last week, my sister mentioned that she'd seen the diary pages in the house again. She still lives at home. It turns out that my father had actually handed me a shopping list when he came round to my house. So the diary pages hadn't been put in the bin as I'd thought. I'm really upset about this to be honest, and now I'm worried that my father is holding on to these pages because he intends to mention them in his speech when I get married later this year. I've been very clear with him that I really do not want this to happen, but he has just laughed it off. And now that I found out he tricked me by keeping the pages, I'm very concerned that this might be his plan. I'm trying to see the humor in it and tell myself it wouldn't be the worst thing ever. I haven't written anything terrible in those pages, but I am getting pretty stressed about this. What do you think I should do next, if anything? Well, I think if you don't want this mentioned and included in the speech, you have every right to enforce that, and I mean, you can go the route of asking them to promise you that none of that is going to be included in the speech, otherwise you're not going to let them do it. The only issue with that is, is you've got to trust that they're actually even going to stick to that promise if they would even make it. I mean, it's the kind of thing where if he does promise that you can get that concession out of him and he starts doing it anyways, you make sure you have the ability to cut off that mic or go up there and grab the mic yourself. Like, it's seriously not a concession you want to make. Our next story is, my 29-year-old female, boyfriend, 32-year-old male, makes ridiculous requests of me when I'm busy. And when I inevitably drop the ball, he gets furious. I know it has to be about something else. At this point, I'm wondering if this can even be fixed. We've been together for six years with these types of issues for a lot of them, but they appear to be getting worse. For the holidays, I flew to see my family for five days. He can't come because for three of those days, it was going to be just me and my sisters who I haven't seen in a year. But honestly, it shouldn't be a big deal. He's gone away by himself for the holidays before. Everything was great between us, but while I was waiting at the airport to fly out, he texted with his request. He said he was in pain and needed to get in to see a dentist that day. I said I'd try, but I wouldn't have Wi-Fi on the 5-hour flight and googled two numbers near him and suggested he call when they opened. Once I landed, etc., my sister picked me up and we spent the next two hours straight talking. By then, any dentist would have been closed and truthfully, I kind of forgotten. I assumed he would have called dentists and gotten himself an appointment. He texted me saying, any luck? I say no, sad face. Didn't you get in to see one? He said no. Did you even try? I said I can try tomorrow morning. He said so you didn't even try to help me when I asked and you didn't even bother to tell me you weren't helping me. I then said that I was indisposed most of the day and that he could make an appointment for himself much easier than I could on a travel day. He said he was in too much pain to make an appointment. I honestly doubt that for many reasons and proceeded to become very angry. 
calling me self-centered, selfish, etc., saying, if we can't count on each other, what is the point of even being in a relationship? For the record, it's not like he ever does anything like this for me, nor do I even ask him to. He continued to insult me, saying that I think I'm... Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm fiercely independent, I've never described myself like that, and that he thinks people who feel that way will die alone. I admittedly started getting angry at him as well because he has a strong tendency to do things like this when I'm busy. It ended up being a very nasty texting argument that put a damper on my time with my family. When I tell him that I feel he's doing this because he doesn't like when my attention is off him, he says no way, that's not true, and tells me I'm self-centered and gaslighting him. From my perspective, he keeps inventing crisis situations that aren't actually a big deal and causes a lot of weird chaos. I do want to be with him, but I don't want these issues all the time. A couple of years ago, it was pretty bad and I insisted he get a therapist. He then told me that his therapist said I'm no good for him, but he wants to be with me anyway because he's in love with me. How on earth do I deal with this? I want for us to be healthy with normal communication. It feels like this is very abnormal, but when I point it out, he just tells me that I don't accept responsibility for my part in the conflicts. But that's because I don't feel like I'm doing anything wrong. Are we just doomed? Should we try couples counseling? At this point, I'm truly confused. The fact that they say they're too in pain to actually look for a doctor or a dentist themselves, but not enough to sit there and complain to you is ridiculous. I definitely think there's some kind of manipulating slash abusive aspect to his behavior, and they're kind of treating OP like their assistant also in general. This next story is husband, male 43, overwhelms me, female 32, in arguments, and begins to involve our family members into it, I do not know how to continue. We've never lived together until marriage due to religious beliefs, married for two years, at the start I was taken aback how frequently he would have an issue. I would spend my time pleading my innocence or being subjected to his really long interrogations, went on for hours. He'd call me selfish, bitter, tramp, liar, bipolar, lazy, fake, toxic, narcissistic, curses at me, etc. Despite me working more hours than him at work, 40 to 72 hours a week in comparison to his 35 hour week, I still do more chores than him. For instance, I always cook. My days off get spent doing errands, whereas his days off, he just chills. 
I make the effort to spend time with both families, his and mine, and he doesn't. I do mixture of day and night shifts and 12 to 14 hour shifts. He only does day shifts 7 hour day. Despite this, I come home and still cook and do chores, whereas all he does is relaxes. When I tell him I'm tired, when he tries to argue with me or when he doesn't let me sleep, he snaps back saying he's also tired and to stop acting like I'm the only one in the world who is tired as other people work. Eventually, I got fed up and started becoming more hostile. I admit it wasn't good on my part, but I got tired of always justifying myself. I began to just agree to all his negative criticism towards me and stop trying to find a solution. I would go days without talking to him. I actually found it peaceful. At times, I thought I would try a different approach. So when he would start his usual nitpicking, I would listen and try to see his angle. I would apologize for it and say I'll improve myself. This also did not work, as he couldn't still let the matter go and would waffle on about it. Nothing seems to work. Naturally, over two years, I've become desensitized to his outbursts wailing, crying, throwing things, and shouting. Now he's beginning to wear everything out. He rang his sibling, complaining and making it seem like I was the villain. I stayed quiet, and finally when I had the chance to speak, he would interrupt me and start swearing and shouting. Then he rang my mom at 3am doing the same stuff. At this point I was so fatigued as this argument had gone on for over 6 hours and I had to be up for work at 5am anyway. I begged to leave me alone and let me sleep as I have work. He didn't listen. Eventually my mom got through to him. I only got 1 hour sleep and had to go to work. I do 12 hours and I had just done 60 hours at work that week. All the time he had 4 days off. I also felt so embarrassed he would ring people at that hour and air our business. New Year Day, we had a different opinion regarding healthy eating. He began to raise his voice. He was getting agitated. I could sense it and said it's not an argument. He couldn't let the matter go. I requested for some space for a few minutes. He didn't give it. My mom and my mother-in-law arrived to celebrate New Year's Day with us. I told him, let's leave the matter for now. He didn't. He started in front of them. He began shouting and again making me seem like the villain. I remained quiet. He started saying how he's so fed up that he was going to end himself. Naturally, both mums start crying and trying to calm him down. He called me selfish, saying I ruined New Year's Day for the mums. He shouted and called me a tramp. I did not retaliate. His mum asked me to say something. I replied I didn't want to talk about it. He flipped at me, saying I was rude to his mum and how dare I disrespect her. He starts throwing things and hitting himself. Both mums were trying to hold him and crying, begging me to appease him and make up. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I'm used to these dramatics of his. I am tired. He aired everything. Both mums were just telling me to make changes and make it work. I told them I could no longer do it. I want it to end. I feel embarrassed and feel I cannot trust him anymore. I also questioned he has such issues with me and I'm this villain. Then just accept this is over. I'm confused as to what he wants from me. As I saw both moms were in distress, I eventually caved after a while and appeased my husband. It's been a few hours since then and I feel so overwhelmed by everything. I'm at a loss as to what to do. I obviously don't wish any harm on my husband and genuinely wish the best for him. I do love and care for him a lot but I am tired of the dramatics. Now airing our business, it's too much. How best to approach it with minimal hurt to everyone involved?
I think it's pretty clear that this relationship is not in any way good and or healthy for OP, and he's just being extremely manipulative. I think he's the kind of person that you give an inch, he's going to take a million miles, and OP honestly getting to the point where they try to appease them is just giving them miles and miles. Him saying such drastic things that he'll do to himself if things end, that's just a huge manipulation tactic. It's not fair. And realistically, it's not something that should prevent you from leaving somebody that is not good and abusive to you. I mean, how much more can OP realistically see them hanging around being exposed to this kind of behavior? Our next story is, I don't want to be proposed to while pregnant and a partner who refuses therapy. Hi, I just wanted to rant and get some of the opinions on this situation. I, 29-year-old female, and my boyfriend, 30-year-old male, have been together for 5 years, but have known each other since forever. We talked about marriage and kids before, and now I'm 4 months pregnant. It wasn't unexpected, but also not completely planned. So, to get to my so-called problems... I told my partner that I do not want to get engaged when I'm pregnant because I don't want to take care of a baby at our wedding, but I also don't want a long engagement. And I just figured out that he plans to propose soon. I do not really know what to think because I was very clear and told him on multiple occasions my one condition for the proposal. This one is about raising kids. My partner had quite a hard childhood and it does show in his behavior. I was always of the opinion that a couple should do therapy before having kids in order to not put the bad energy, behavior, or trauma on the kids. I suggested multiple times that he should go to therapy before, but I insisted we both start it before we get the baby. I started two months ago, but he insists that he knows what's wrong with him and refuses to go. This is quite a big thing for me as I communicated clearly that therapy before we get a baby is a must in my books and it will help us individually and as a family. He continues to say it's too expensive, but doesn't mind me going. Financially, we are good and we can afford therapy, as it just means we save a bit less monthly. It won't affect our lifestyle. With this one, I would kindly ask for advice how to deal with the situation. And just to be clear, he is caring, kind, protective. We do have small fights, but that's normal. It's just these two situations that bother me. I think OP describing how they want therapy before ever having kids is actually really cool to see. I mean, ensuring that you're trying to be in the best mental state you can be before you have that kid, that's a wonderful and incredibly loving thing to do for your family. When it comes to having kids, if you have a boundary that you want somebody to be in therapy or have therapy before having that kid, I think that's a very reasonable boundary for you to have and want to enforce. At the same time, I understand him not wanting to get therapy, it seems like a lot, it's scary, but I do think just about anybody could benefit from therapy. I just think it's completely reasonable and fine for OP to assert this as a boundary. I mean, having a kid is no small thing. Our next story is, I lost my 22-year-old male virginity with my girlfriend, 21-year-old female of 3 months, but had a very restrained reaction throughout. Now my girlfriend thinks I don't like her. I recently lost my virginity with my girlfriend, and my reaction wasn't what we expected. During the making out, everything was normal, but as more clothes started coming off, I felt more nervous and anxious. While it all felt technically good, I didn't feel the elation I was anticipating, and my girlfriend noticed too. While cuddling after, my girlfriend asked why I was being so distant and whether I was attracted to her. I didn't know why I felt distant from her, but I told her I'm attracted to her. 
She said it didn't seem like I wanted it most of the time. I apologized, but I really had no explanation for how I felt. She cried a bit and it felt horrible. I'm pretty dang sure I'm straight, so I guess I just don't know what the freak happened. I was looking forward to it, but as things advanced, I started feeling very nervous. Her kisses, hair, and skin felt amazing, but it didn't feel like I actually wanted to do the deed for some reason. How to understand what happened and how to reassure my girlfriend I like her and want us to continue that in the bedroom. I think what happened to OP here is actually a very reasonable and human thing. It's no secret that a lot of people are incredibly nervous during their first time. I'm willing to bet if anything, OP got nervous and they just got really into their head. They just started overthinking about things or they kind of went blink. You know, it's not a crazy thing to get nervous, anxious, and you just kind of blink out. Your emotions just kind of shut off for a while. For some people, I think it can be kind of their mind's way of coping with those nerves and all that anxiety. Your mind just kind of goes blink and you probably feel next to nothing rather than focusing on the nerves and anxiety. I would just say in OP situation, just show a lot of enthusiasm and I would say kind of chase her, make her feel desired like she's wanting to feel. Our next story is, my sister-in-law, 37-year-old female, isn't speaking to anyone including her mom, 60-year-old female, because we put my kid, two years old, first. So I made a post about her a week ago regarding a huge fight on Christmas between my sister-in-law and my husband. To keep it short, she had an attitude because the previous day we went to go look at Christmas lights without her, and because the attitude, she didn't put her humongous dog away. Oh, my toddler was scared of it all. Christmas day and my baby couldn't enjoy her day. Also, her family gave my kids RSV knowingly. So days later, she went on Instagram and called us toxic in a post. My husband and I unfollowed her and left her alone at that. I talked to my mother-in-law yesterday and she said that her daughter isn't talking to her anymore because my mother-in-law agreed that the dog should have been put away. My sister-in-law's exact words were, You're supposed to put me first before the grandkids, meaning my kids. How do we go about it with someone who talks like that? Is there any way getting through to her? I think the way you get through to her, hopefully, is by not getting through to her. I think if everybody affected by this doesn't indulge her and she realizes she's the one left on the outside, maybe she can have some kind of realization and come back down to planet Earth and reestablish themselves as a caring member of the family. Our next story is, I am concerned about my wife having contact to another man. Male 33, female 30. I'm currently in a rehab clinic with my wife. Here, she has some contacts with fellow patients from her group, including a guy our age. She has often been in his room to talk to him about his similar problems with fears. I was always a bit worried that she would do more than just talk. However, in a conversation with her where I told her, she credibly denied this and assured me she would remain faithful to me. Now the man in question has left, and by looking at her cell phone because she was just using it beneath me, she wrote to him partly with hearts and kiss smileys. She gave him a self-designed heart as a farewell gift. In addition, the chats before October 12, 2023 no longer existed and seemed to have been deleted. I mean, I can't lie, if I were an OP situation, I would be feeling the same way about my partner spending lots of time in another man's room. And I can't lie, if I were in OP's position where I saw those messages where they were sending hearts and kiss smileys, if you're in a committed relationship, I don't know if I want to see my partner sending another man those kinds of things. 
I don't mind using heart emojis as a sign of appreciation or a thanks here and there. I have a few friends I would send a bunch of heart emojis to, but they're also men. It's just somebody that you know they're so personally close with of the opposite sex sending those emojis just feels, it just feels like it rises to a certain inappropriate level. Deleted chats, too, would make me very antsy. This next story is, my dad seems to love his stepkids more and spends more time and money with them and his girlfriend. For some background, my dad is quite wealthy and retired at 45 due to health issues. He's always had this thing of choosing women who turn out to need savings of some sort. His previous girlfriends have had a lot of issues. And both my parents have custody of me, 19-year-old male, and my brother, 16-year-old male. He had previously had a clear, gold-digging partner and it was apparent to everyone except him. Long story short, they broke up. He then met this woman while actually buying some expensive things for his house. She worked there. She, 47-year-old female, has two kids, one teenage girl, 17-year-old female, and one young boy, 6-year-old male. They all moved in with us in like three months. Needless to say, we thought this was extremely quick. My dad spends all his time with them. The same thing happened with his other girlfriends. Me and my brother often asked to go to it with him, even for lunch, but he would say, no, everyone needs to come. He will take his girlfriend and her kids everywhere without any complaints, but whenever me and my brother want to do something, there's an issue. He spends so much money on them. His girlfriend stopped working and spends the whole day doing nothing and doing her hobbies. My dad bought her a $200,000 car. She also isn't a person with a great past. I know it doesn't define you, but still relevant with men and fathers. In addition to paying for everything at the house, he pays for legal fees for her against her little boy's dad, who doesn't pay child support. My dad now needs to support another child, which is insane. He even paid for a massive lunch with only her family members for her daughter's milestone of a different religion. It's a big thing for us and our family and community. Her and her kids always go first. He has to pay for our holiday alone, too. He didn't go away with us this year because he didn't want to. Even though it was his year, but earlier in the year he had gone away without me and my brother because we had exams during that week. This was for his birthday and he wouldn't postpone the trip for even a few days so that we could come. But he took the girlfriend and kids and even allowed them to bring a friend. My brother and I would never be allowed to do this. He spends no time with my brother and I. Everything has to be a big family outing. Our extended family believes she is an opportunist and don't like her and that he makes much less effort with my brother and I. My mom and stepdad split everything and make time for the both biological children alone. My brother and I have spoken to our mother and grandparents on my dad's side and they all agree and suggest we speak to him, but we get no opportunity and have already been spending less time at his house. My grandparents tried before about his girlfriend but had no success. I am talking from a place of care for my dad because seeing him being taken advantage of breaks my heart, as it's happened before and what's even worse is that his actual kids and family come second. Their relationship has changed the entire family dynamic negatively and is clear to everyone except him apparently, including cousins, etc. Essentially, we believe he loves us less than them and don't know how to talk to him. I almost feel like, although yes, he is being taken advantage of, he seems to maybe have this condition where he tries to buy love. 
Like, maybe he just has this concept of, I don't truly love somebody, or it's not real, or that they'll leave or not care unless I spend all I can or give them all I can. Either way, it definitely is not fair to OP and the rest of his biological family. I think, honestly, he feels a bit safe with OP and the rest of his family, that they're not going to leave, they're biologically related. He can focus all of his time and money on trying to keep this other person happy. Our next story is, my husband, 33 years old, got mad at me for ordering. My husband, 33 years old, got angry at me, 29 years old, for ordering perishable food. I'm a 29-year-old female, I have two kids with my husband and currently am struggling with my weight. My husband always buys everything in bulk, mostly in healthy options. I told him I have a hard time with sweets and resisting junk food. I also have a hard time cooking as my load is quite big. My husband minimizes my efforts and says, you're just doing laundry. Yet I do five batches, organize a house, did dishwasher, trash. Basically, without me, the house would be a mess as he doesn't clean up crumbles from the countertops ever. Today, I try to take cooking matters into my hands and asked my husband whether I could add products to cook to a food delivery app. Once he saw me adding beetroots, curry spices, he got mad at me and started shouting that it would all perish. I told him that I'm trying to watch my weight as postpartum I have huge knee pain and difficulty to move. He told me it always spoils, yet beetroot and feta salad ingredients cost the same as a frozen pizza. My family ate one whole frozen pizza for lunch for three days in a row. He took away the phone. Once I tell him I don't like to be treated like this and voicing my frustration, he calls me a bad partner, saying he contributes just as much. He constantly yells at me while I try to keep my cool, but I sometimes break and start to shout back. I told him I'll buy food myself but I gave all my maternity leave money and bonuses to pay back credit card debt fully and invested into a new sofa. So I cannot even pay money for them. He also slams doors when angry, damaging things which we worked very hard to achieve. I feel like I've been stuck in bad eating habits due to him and I find it very difficult to change when he's around. I don't want to divorce him as I love him, but I feel stuck as he doesn't want to do therapy with me and says it is my fault entirely. I mean, if you're stuck in this situation and they are not willing to compromise or work with you even in the slightest, what other option do you have? You either continue to live with the abuse of him forcing you to eat frozen pizzas because he finds it that financially better, or you do the thing that allows you to start looking out for yourself and your family. I mean, it's clearly abusive and controlling behavior. Our next story is, my boyfriend only wants to see me if we're gonna do something that interests him. My boyfriend, 23-year-old male, said that he's not been happy in our relationship and does not enjoy what we do when we hang out. He said that he doesn't want to do nothing or sit around together. He said he doesn't like when I ask to hang out but don't suggest something to do. We do hang out and do stuff. Go to dinner, movies, mall, climbing, explore, city trips, etc. But sometimes we just watch a show together. He thinks that going to dinner is just a way to waste time and doesn't enjoy these activities. The other night we went to dinner together, and I had a good time, but he said that he didn't enjoy that, and dinner is just about wasting time. He said that it's sad I didn't notice he had a bad time. I did notice, but I tried to keep the convo going, and by the end he seemed to be enjoying himself. It was sad to me that he just wanted to go home rather than be with me. We don't hang out during the week and really only see each other on the weekends. He also said he doesn't want to text all day, which we don't, and that he doesn't want to have another obligation to respond to me. 
In the end, I said that he could suggest activities that would interest him. I am always down to do what he wants to do. He said that for a while he's just been doing things with me to make me happy and he doesn't enjoy them and they don't interest him. When I suggest that he should pick or plan what we do then, he made a fuss saying that it shouldn't be on him. I'm just confused and would like to hear outside opinions. I think it's fair that he should suggest things that he would like to do together. I again have expressed I would do anything with him. Now I feel like it's all on me to find stuff that could interest him in order to hang out with him. I'm definitely the kind of person that thrives a lot on alone time. It's just my peace and my haven and my recharge time. That said, what he's doing sounds a bit more like he's trying to lower your expectations. Trying to put it in a place where, don't bother me unless I want you to be there. Only be my partner when it's convenient to me, okay? Thanks. That's what I'm kind of reading from this. I'm not saying that he should be on board for just hanging around all the time or whatnot or doing everything all the time, but they should have some semblance of interest in, you know, trying to do things. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.